Well, talking about the playlist of long ago, the very first Christmas playlist has of course reminded me about a lot of Christmas music that we hear every year. There's no season like it, is there? Because the music's specific and particular about the time that we're in. Now, I'm not going to say that I'm in favor of starting the music in August or September when you hear it in the stores, but after Thanksgiving, I'm ready to let it roar because there's something about the music that brings a sense of joy and goodwill. Do you know what the most highest-selling Christmas song ever is? And this is by recordings that have been downloaded and sold in the world. Not Rudolph. Huh? No Silent Night? No. White Christmas. Irving Berlin wrote it in 1945. Who made it famous? Bing Crosby danced his way across the movie stage. And forever, that song is the quintessential, for Americans at least, and many other cultures in the world, most popular song, not just of Christmas, but ever sold. Did you know that? More sales of that song than any others. There's something about this year, or this time of the year, that is special and poignant and powerful. And that song of the angels, that first Christmas, was one that has been ringing ever since across the ages and has inspired heart after heart and and group after group and church after church and family after family. And indeed, indeed, it is a special time of the year when we gather to say on this night the song that the angels sang, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. That message, that song, is a simple one, isn't it? Two lines long, but it is a a song of peace, first and foremost, because they said that. The message and angels literally are message deliverers from God. The message they delivered to all of the world was one of shalom. That is the Hebrew word that means peace. And it's not talking about lack of conflict in the world or no war and no violence, though often we think that. And that's a good goal. But it's talking about a peace that all of us long for and desire deep within our hearts and in, in our lives constantly. How do we try to achieve peace in our hearts? How do, we, how do we try to lay down and sleep at night with no conflict within? Well, we spend tons of money, don't we, with sleep aids. And we buy insurance to give us some comfort. And, and hopefully if something bad comes along and happens to us, we'll be be comforted or compensated, we do everything that we can to find peace and to maintain a sense of peace within, and yet there's nothing in the world that can give us that. Only God can. We were created for it, and we have been redeemed for it. It's interesting, Luke's gospel begins this chapter talking about the Roman world. Did you hear that? About Quirinius being the governor for uh, and, and the census being taken for the first time. It was in the days of Caesar Augustus, the great Roman emperor. And what Luke is doing is contrasting the message of, of the Pax Romana, or the Roman peace, with that of the peace that God is sending into the world through Jesus. Because the empire, the Roman empire, was so great and wonderful at keeping the peace among their enemies and places they had conquered, And yet, that just lasted for a few hundred years. It's long gone in the annals of history now, and there's no way to reclaim it. 
And yet, even, even if empires can keep us safe, and even if politicians can make promises and, and actually follow through with them to bring prosperity and to help us, it will all come to pass because it is finite and it's limited. God gives to us a peace that passes all understanding. And the angels were saying with their song, this Savior born to you is for peace of heart and mind for you. I hope that you will accept that tonight, that gift that God gives to you, a gift of grace without price. And this is a song, their simple song, two lines long of forgiveness, isn't it? Because plain and simple, they say, uh, peace to those on whom God's favor rests. Now, I don't know if you feel like you're in God's favor. Sometimes I feel better about that than others. I don't know. Sometimes I think we look at God kind of like Santa Claus, don't we? You know, he's making his list and checking it twice. He's going to find out who's naughty and nice. And it's all going to depend on whether or not you have been perfect or good. And we think to ourselves, there's no way I can measure up because of the mistakes I've made or because not even bad, but just where I haven't done what I should have done. And we have this grinding anxiety that somehow we're not worthy of God's love. The one that made us. The one that created us. And to that, the angels say, this child that is being born into the world has come to, to give you God's favor. Unlimited love, mercy, forgiveness, for everything to wipe it clean. Jesus was born at Christmas, a baby, and we get stuck on that often, don't we? But he really was born to become a, a man to come and, and die upon the cross to forgive us of all of our sins. And we cling to that at Christmas in this simple song of the, the angels that says, God's favor is upon you as you will, will allow him to come and dwell within you and to start you in you. The last thing about this simple song of the angels, is that it's a song of glory, and they begin by singing, Glory to God in the highest. Glory to God in the highest. There's a lot of things this time of the year that we get out of whack. And just plain and simple, need to refocus. And one of those is that Christmas is not about us, and it's not about our kids, and it's not about all of the things that we do or buy for other people. Those are all worthy and beautiful things. And yet if we lose sight that it's really about giving to God glory for the gift of grace He's given to us, we won't even make it out of December before feeling once again a lack of peace and an anxiety that we struggle with. Glory to God in the highest. Do you say that enough in the way that you live and in the way that you talk and how it is that you do all things and all business that you handle. Because really, there is nothing more that you and I can do in the midst of this beautiful gift of a child born lying in a manger that we are to embrace as a Savior. All we can do is to to do as those shepherds did long ago when they heard this beautiful song from that chorus of angels is to go out and to share the good news and to give glory to God for it.